Blog Talk Radio. Warning. You have entered the realm of the gods. So give us your mind and your full attention. So you say you deal with esoteric information? I never heard of such. Well, you're in for a treat.
This is your host for the night, Professor Fahim Woodrin Ill. Uh, Dr. Aleem is on the road, so I'm filling in tonight for him. And our topic tonight would be some more about nationality and birthright issue principles. Why you need a birth? Why you need a nationality and a birthright? Why you need nationality and why? And what will would it be like if you don't have one or a nationality? Put it that way. First, I'm gonna start off. I hope everything is well with you and yours. 
uh, uh, family. Um, so I'll, I will try to do my best to uh, present you the nationality and birthright principles issues the best way I can, as always. You know, I always, uh, the previous blog talk shows I have to show to myself, I always bring out a lot of uh, information about nationality and birthright. I know I have said a lot of things that a lot of you heard before, but some for those for some of you that haven't heard, uh, this is for those who don't have a birthright or, or nationality. You have a birthright, but a lot of us don't know it. But for a lot of us that don't have a nationality, a lot of us don't have not filed out our nationality papers yet. You know, uh, this is what we're going to be about tonight. Okay, so you just bear with me. And I'm going to read from this page here. It says here, A divine warning by the prophet for the nations. The citizens of all free national governments, according to their national constitution, are all one family, bearing one free national name. I'm going to read that again. The citizens of all free national governments, according to their national constitution, are all one family bearing one free national name. That means that, you know, uh, every one of us of Asiatic, of African descent, uh, those of us in the Americas and abroad, should have a free national name. Now, some of us, uh, we have what we think what you call English names, but some of them are not exactly English names. They have names that have been uh, transformed or been translated from our ancestral uh, language into the English language. give you an example, such as uh, Tunica, Viriachi, uh Tuna Augustin L. Bay. Okay, her name was, uh, that's what her name was, the Tunica, the band translated in English as Turner. I mean, those of you who have heard of Nat Turner, uh, that read about him and everything in the history books, uh, they could be related, I don't know. But when you hear somebody named Turner, or some of you that uh, wants to get nationalized and you want to have a name correction, if your last name is Turner, you can just have your name just uh, translated back to the original, uh, 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 to, to its originality, Tunica. Okay? Those who you have named Washington, okay, take like Denzel Washington, Kerry Washington, I'm just speak, they're just speaking on the... Hollywood movie actors and actresses, but they can turn, if they want to get nationalized, they can turn anyone whose last name is Washington. They can get their name transla- translated back to the Algonquin Washita uh, language, Washita. Because that's what Washington is. It's actually Washita. Washita is in, in its originality origin of the name Washington. It is Washita when we see it. When I come on air I say how I tell Washita East. You know. 
we the ancient ones. So I just want to put that out there. Uh, there's a certain name. They take uh, another name. Uh, say like uh, Benjamin uh, Banneker Bay or uh, Benjamin Banneker. His name is Benjamin Banaka. That's in his Lenape nation name. But what I heard, he was a member of the Lenape. Those of you that know, maybe know better, well, you, you, you correct somebody on that then if I'm wrong. That means the nappy-headed ones. In English, it was translated in English as Benjamin Banneker. But his uh, ancient, his name, his Aboriginal indigenous name, Appalachian, is Benyamin Banaka. Emmanuel Muali Bay. That's what's his name. Let me just give you some clear uh, examples here. You know, some some of your names, last name is Benjamin. Uh, you can just put Benyamin. Benyamin means son of God or son of the right hand. That's what Benyamin means. Banaka, put Banaka. Is your last name is Banaka? Put Banaka there. Your names. You may not have to go through trying to find a free national name. You probably already have one already and don't even know it. You just got to go, got to revert it back to what it to to its originality. And the way it was spelled and the way it is found. Okay, let me go on. Those who fail to recognize the free national name of their constitutional government are classed as undesirables. I hope all of you got that. I'm going to repeat it again. Those who fail to recognize the free national name of their constitutional government are classed as undesirables. See what I see, see, see what I say why why uh, our people need a nationality and a name correction? Why are you classed as undesirables? Because you take it on names and you speak and you keep taking on names and keeping names of of the families or say your slave families, keeping them. You're still wearing them. You're still doing business and still selling, buying and selling in those names. As I said it before in previous blog talk shows, I said it I don't know how many times, I don't know, maybe 10, 12 times. That's why you would never own anything. Whoever will have a Mercedes-Benz or a SUV, whatever, a Cutlass, I don't care, you never own it. It will never be yours. Your home will never be yours. Not even your own children. Have you ever thought about that? Not even your own babies. Starting with that birth certificate. Okay, let me move along here. Those who fail to recognize, again, again I'm going to say it again, those who fail to recognize the free national name of their constitutional government are classed as undesirables and are subject to all inferior names 
abuses, mistreatments that the citizens care to bestow upon them. Yes, because, okay, explain it. I'm going to explain this. Yeah, because mistreatments, you know, abuses. Because you've taken, you're still taking on names that don't belong to you. You can ask anybody, uh, most of everybody knows. Uh, some of them people say they're slave names, but they're not actually slave names. That do not belong to you. They are English names. Some of them, uh, like I said before, like Turner, Washington, Banneker, Benjamin. You can revert those names back to where they're supposed to be spelled and where they're supposed to sound and what they mean. The names of your enemies or your slave family names and still call yourself free. It just doesn't work that way. You know, I mean, uh, 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 you take like, uh, if you see a Chinese or Korean a uh, person coming from any one of those countries and calling themselves Smith, Jones, and Johnson, you know something happened to them. And you wonder, what happened to them? Something happened to them, didn't it? Why is his name is like that? If I come to a Chinese person and tell them my name is Wang Fei Hong, then they're going to look at me real strange. So I wonder what happened to him. He's not Chinese. And I may show him a birth certificate that my name is actually Wang Fei Hong. And they're going to know something, something terribly went wrong somewhere in history with my family. Terribly went wrong. Now you hear Asians that like they come here, uh, some, some of them have, uh, they keep their surnames. Some of them may be Jimmy Wong, uh, 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 Freddie, Lee Hong. But do you notice they still keep their surnames? They still keep the names of their ancient foremothers and forefathers. Why? Because they honor their ancient and foremothers and forefathers. They give honors to them. And most of our people don't. And this is why the prophet said in the, in the divine warning to the nations that you, you are subject to abuses and mistreatments because they see that you do not honor your ancient foremothers and forefathers. You, you do not honor our ancestors. They do. They honor their ancestors. Mexicans honor their ancestors. The Asians honor their ancestors. Even Europeans honor their ancestors. And then we wonder why we are the most mistreated and abused people on the planet. But this is why. Because you don't have a nationality. 
And this is the reason why those people that have one should get one, especially now. Especially now, because a lot of things are getting ready to kick off out here. Time, this is the time. If there was ever a time uh, to have your nationality and birthright principles in place, this is the time. To get your name corrected, this is the time. This is the time to do it. Why this is the time? Because have you noticed? You notice how funny the election has been going this election season. There has never been an election that I can record or recall being so jacked up as this one. Some people say President Obama may have to do another term. I don't know. Some people, I hear some people saying that they may cancel the election. I don't know. We have to wait out and see. But while Obama is in office, since he signed in 208 or 208, the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the Declaration of Human Rights at the United Nations, and he's the only president that done so. This is the time to get nationalized and correct your names. Okay. And it is a sin for any group of people to violate the national constitutional laws of a free nation, national government and cling, and cling to names and the principles that delude to slavery. Now, what did I just got through telling you? Because that's what you all are doing. You've got some uh, uh, people in the Moore Science Temple of America Incorporated, top of their name is Jimmy Johnson Bay, Reginald Owens L., Alan James, Al, you know, Barbara Perkins, Day, or Jennifer Jones, Ali, those are not free national names. You've got to get people talking about their name is Mustafa Harris L. Jimmy Johnson. Bay, oh no, I'll take that back. Uh, Mustafa, uh, 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 Muhammad Johnson Bay, Khalifa L, those are still not free national names. It is the surname that they're looking at, not the forename. They don't care if you put a bay or an L behind it or not. Makiba Johnson L Bay. That is not a free national name. There are a lot of people out there I know that disagreeing with me. They can disagree me all they disagree with me all they want to. Until the cows come home. I don't care. Okay, 
This is what it means to names and principles that delude to slavery. You cannot carry these names, uh, Smith, Johnson, Johnson, Eldridge, Hamilton. You cannot carry these names, these surnames, and expect it to be respected and honored by other people of other nations across the world because it's not going to happen. As soon as you tell them that, that they know right, right there what you want. They know right there you don't know who you are. It ain't that they're being racist or anything like that. They don't want you in their society and corrupt them. Hell no. Won't you marry their daughters? You out of your goddamn mind? You ain't know who you are? How you going to deal with them? Got to deal with who we are first. First things first. Okay. I, the prophet, was prepared by the great God Allah to warn my people to repent from their sinful ways and go back to the, that state of mind of their forefathers, divine and national principles that they will be law abiders and receive their divine rights as citizens. It says here that they you know, uh, go back to the divine and national principles that they will be law abiders and go back to the state of mind. You have to be in the state of mind of your foremothers and forefathers. Sometimes it ain't all just about getting nationalized. You know, a lot of us get our nationality papers, and we don't even study them. We don't even study what they even mean. You know, oh, he he proclaimed that he is an Aboriginal, Indigenous, Autochthonous community. Okay, what what does that mean? What do Aboriginal mean? What do Indigenous mean? What do Autochthonous mean? What does those three words mean? And it's not really Aboriginal. Aboriginal actually comes from the word Aborigine. That's why sometimes you hear me say, the instead of saying the African American community, uh, instead of me saying the Black American community, uh, you uh, you hear me say the Aboriginal Indigenous American community, or you may hear me use the words interchangeable. I may say the Autochthonous American community. They all mean the same thing. The Autochthonous means one who springs forth from the soil of the earth. That is an autochthonous person. Aborigine, the very first inhabitant, from the very first, meaning the very first original. Indigenous, natural to the land. A native that is natural to the land. All these are very well beautiful meanings of our people. That's who we are. That is a Moor. A Moor is an Aborigine, Indigenous, Autochthonous 
person. That is a more. All that is synonymous with more. Whereas some of them in some of our temples. What do the term more mean? But I just told you. So, you know, uh, uh, this is what, you know, uh, what needs to be done. It needs to be studied and to study ourselves, who we are. And learn to know that we have four constitutions. The Articles of Confederation, the Articles of Association, the Bill of Rights, and the Constitution of uh, the Constitution for um, or Constitution of the United States for America, known as the Constitution of the United States of America, as it as it is presently known now. Okay, here we go. They are to claim their own free national name and religion. Okay, religion. Okay. Uh, we are all different religions, you know. But religion has, we all know, has been reduced to what we call a belief system or belief institutions. They all have been reduced to mind control institutions. But nevertheless, we still claim our own religion. People ask about Christianity, Judaism, Islam. Well, they all come from the same source. If you really study, these are what you call the, uh, um, the concepts of these religions. Concepts of Islam, the concepts of Judaism, the concepts of Christianity, even the concepts of Buddhism, Confucianism, Shintoism, Taoism, Isms, all these is your sciences. All these of your moral sciences. Freemasonry, that's more science. Yoruba, that's more science. What they call voodoo or vodao, that's more science. There is but one issue for them to be recognized by this government and nations of the earth and that comes only through the connection of the Moorish Divine National Movement, which is incorporated in this government and recognized by all other nations of the world. Now, what did he just say? Which is incorporated in this government and recognized by all other nations of the world, meaning the government of the republic. Not, he ain't talking about this corporation that's acting like a government, that's pretending to be a government. Public government has been overthrown.
Okay. And all and through it they and their children can receive their divine rights. Unmolested by other citizens that they can't a free national a free national ballot only if you are nationalized. The only way you can cast a free national ballot, sister and, and my sisters and brothers, is you is you is that you are nationalized. That you are a national lies more. Because we all are Moors. Those are some of you that did some studying, did a little studying talking about uh, relate Moors as the Moors when they uh, was in Spain or when they were in Europe. No, Moors were all over the world. There's no such thing as a certain group of black people, so-called black people, called Moors. There's no such thing. We all are Moors. I hear clowns on YouTube talking that crazy-ass mess. All so-called black people are not Moors. That's a damn lie. All of us are Moors. You won't tell me you haven't sprung forth from the soil of the earth? You're not connected to the earth land? Well, what the hell are you then? Can't tell me you black. That's a crayon. It doesn't connect you to anything, to nothing. Nothing. Color, you're black. There's no such people as black people. No such nation as the black nation. No such power as black power. No such power exists. No such people exist on any part of, in any part of the human family. Those are all fictitions. Those are all fictions. And it all falls under the artificial person category. Don't believe me? Check out the Black's Law Dictionary, 3rd, 4th, 5th, and 6th, and 7th editions. And it'll back me up. Artificial person, that means you don't exist. It means you're not real. Color of law and the Black Law Dictionaries, given a semblance or something other than what is real, it tells you right there. So why you don't want to be a Carl Moore's? When you say I'm a Nubian, okay, you're a Nubian Moore, okay. I'm a Kenyan, oh, you're Kenyan Moore, okay. Oh, you a Mandinka? Okay, you a Mandinka more. You still a more? Those are status. That's a status, not an identity. White is a status, not an identity. There's no such thing as a group of white people in any part of the human family. No such thing as a group of red people. 
part of the human family. No such people as yellow people in any part of the human family. No such people as brown people in any part of the human family. They do not exist. And don't let them call you that. And anybody that uh, anybody that calls themselves conscious and still want to call you black, look out for them. Prophet said, uh, you have to be careful because your own brothers will, will, uh, will, will put you right back into slavery. Black is the term that the old European slave masters gave to us to disconnect us from our real heritage, to disconnect us where we really belong. I don't know. I cannot explain to you no better than this. Listen to listen to one thing that Taj Tariq Bay said uh, on, uh, on YouTube one time. He said, you have those of our people that can't read, and you have those that can read but won't read. Okay. And though and through it, they and their children can receive their divine rights, unmolested by other citizens, that they can cast a free national ballot. So I'll explain that, okay? At the polls, under the free national constitution of the states, government, and not under a granted privilege, as has been the existing condition for many generations. And what do you mean by that? You'd be voting under the 14th Amendment, which has not been, never been properly ratified. You're voting civil rights. Civil rights is a privilege, not a right. And some people that want to argue about affirmative action, affirmative action has never been law. Every 25 years, whatever, whoever who's president in office at that time uh, have to sign, have to sign, a, have to sign uh, the Voting Rights Act or Voting Rights Bill, because that's what it is—a bill. They have to sign it, or else you cannot vote. Why you cannot vote? Because you're not under a free national government. You're not a free national being. Those are those are people with nationalities and birthright principles that has a right to vote. This is what he's talking about. Not under a granted privilege, as has been the existing condition. condition for many generations, many generations. You get people thinking they have the right to vote. No, you don't. Not under that status, Karen. Calling yourselves black, people of, of color, African American. No, the hell you don't. Only if you have a nationality. Under a free national government, not under a corporation. 
because this is what this is, a corporation. British-owned corporation of the British Crown of England. And their answers to the Vatican, the numbers, uh, numbers, the red numbers on the back of your social security card, uh, card that, that means your blood. That means the Queen of England owns your ass. Believe it or not. All right, let me get along here. Get, get along with here. You who doubt whether I, the prophet, and my principles are right for the redemption of my people, go to those who know the law in this city hall and among the officials in your government and ask them on an intelligent tone, and they will be glad to render you a favorable reply, for they are glad to see me bring you out of darkness into light. See what I'm saying? Into light. I'm talking about the Republic government, credit government, not the non-de jure government. I'm talking about the the the, the de jure government. Because like people like I, Dr. Arlene, El Bay, Sister Kadira, Taj Tariq Bay, Brother Abdullah El Talib Mosi Bay, Sabir Bay, Brother Nature Divine El Bay. Sister Yaffa Bay, Brother Hakeem H.R. Bay, and, and, and just naming a few of us, we are the ones that are representing the national government. There are a whole lot of others, but I can't, uh, no, but I can't name them off, uh, right offhand. All right. Money doesn't make the man. It is a free national standards and power that makes the man and the nation. Says the wealth of all nation, the wealth of all national governments, gold, silver, and commerce belong to the citizens alone. And without your national citizenship by name and principles, you have no true wealth. That's true, which we don't today. People think that uh, they win the lottery, they're getting a lot of money. They ain't getting nothing. Some with these high-paying jobs and think they really, and they really, really do think they're really being successful. They really do. Most of them don't know that there's no money. There is no money. There's no money and there's no true money in existence. It's not backed by gold or silver. Therefore, it makes it unconstitutional. If it, uh, if it is unconstitutional, then which is the supreme law or the land, then that makes it unlawful, that makes it outside of the law. Therefore, that makes it an outlaw. Okay, so, all right. That's what it means. Um, no, you know, you money money doesn't make the man, and it really doesn't. Because your nationality go along with the gold and silver. 
copper, pearls and rubies, and other and, 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 and other wealth. And I am and and I am hereby calling on all true citizens that stand for a national free government and the enforcement of the Constitution to help me in my missionary work, because I need all support support from all true American citizens of the United States of America. What is a true citizen of the United States of America? You, me, all of us of Aborigine, Indigenous, Autochthonous, Asiatic birth. We are the true Americans. If you read uh, the Northwestern Dictionary, 1828 edition, it will tell you that when the Europeans first uh, land on these shores, uh, the first people they saw was the copper-colored people. Copper. Who 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 described that most? Us or the Algonquin, or so-called Native American Indian? Some of them are dark. Some of them are real dark, but that comes from amalgamating with us. But the majority of them, look at them. They're nowhere near copper color. Okay. Help me to save my people who have fallen from the constitutional laws of the government. I am depending on your support to get them back to the constitutional fold again, that they will learn to love instead of hate and will live according according to love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice, supporting our free national constitution of the United States of America. States of America. Free national constitution of the United States of America. Never America of the United States. Never that one. I I love my people and desire their unity and mine back to their own free national and divine standard because day by day they have been violating the national and constitutional laws of their government by claiming names and principles that we that uh, that are unconstitutional. Well, stop right here. Well, they are, and we have been from generations, from generations to generations. Why? Because a lot of us don't know. That's why we have this blog talk show tonight. That's why you have people like me, Dr. Eileen Elbay and Kadira, you know, people like us, people like Taj Tariq Bay and Abdullah El Tlaib Mosi Bay, That's why, and, and others. Many others that's trying to get it out here. That's why you have certain uh, shows on YouTube. We have DVD tapes. 
if everything was the way it's supposed to be, well, you probably would have never heard any of us. You probably never heard of Dr. Arlene. You never heard of me. And if you did, it was definitely by coincidence. But you've never heard of it. We wouldn't even have these shows. Wouldn't be no need for them. Okay. If Italians, Greeks, English, Chinese, Japanese, Turks, Arabians are forced to proclaim their free national name and religion before the constitutional government of the United States of America, it is no more than right that the law should be enforced upon all other American citizens alike. But it is not. You tell them that you're a Christian or whatever, uh, Buddhist or Muslim, whatever. They, they don't know it. They, they don't force, force you to claim anything of your own nationality. But we are not forced to, but other people are. We are not. Why? Because they want to keep us in bondage. Mental, economic, Spiritually in bondage. That's where the, the, the religions come in at. They want to keep you as a slave to someone else's spirituality and not of your own. Okay. And all other governments, when a man is born and raised there and asked for his national and descent name, if he fails to give it, he is misused, imprisoned, or exiled. Ain't that something? I'm going to read this again. And all other governments, when a man is born and raised there and asked for his national descent name, and if he fails to give it, he is misused, imprisoned, or exiled. Why? Because he's trying to be something that he's not. He's trying to tell them that he's something else other than what his ancient foremothers and forefathers was not. Now I'm going for a brief break, and I will be back. All right. Bless my eyes today, that I will say, so long we pray. 
All right, all right, I'm back, I'm back. All right. And we go on here where I left off at here. Okay. I'm gonna read this prop I'm gonna read this paragraph over again. Okay. Call any group of people that fail to answer up to their constant uh, oh no, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Any group of people that fail to answer to the constitutional standards of law by name and principles, but, uh, because to be a citizen of any government, you must claim your nationality descent name, because they place their trust upon issue and names formed by their forefathers. That's right. Okay. 
the word Negro, Duluth in the Latin language, and to the word nigger, and the same as the word colored, Duluth to anything that is painted, varnished, and dyed. Okay, let me start right here. Now, after just reading this to you, why do a lot of us still call ourselves people of color? Or a person of color? Or I'm a woman of color, or a man of color? There's no such people called people of color. Let me name me a country called a country of color. There's no such country. You want to be black? Well, what, what black language do you speak? What is your black constitution? Do you have one? No. What is your religion? Black. Is it black religion? Okay, what what countries? Black Ladonia, Black Lanesia, or color uh, color of Caledonia? No such countries. See what I'm trying to tell you? Okay, let me let, let me move along here. Okay, and every nation must bear a national descent name of their forefathers because honoring thy fathers and thy mothers, your days will be lifted upon this earth, on this earth land. These names have never been recognized by any true American citizens of this day. That's right. Never been recognized because you're not being yourself. Well, you recognize yourself, so how do you expect other people to recognize you? Am I right or wrong? Okay, it says here, through your free national name, you are known and recognized by said national government in which you live. The 14th and 15th Amendments brought the North and South in the unit, placing the Southerners who were at that at that time without power. And they sure wasn't without power. They were calling themselves sovereigns, but they never was really sovereigns because they, because they weren't aboriginal or indigenous to this land. Matter of fact, they were worse off than the so-called slaves or slobs. And by the way, when you say you have a slave name, no, it's not a slave name. We're Slav, come Yugoslavia. Slavs. That was the first term they gave to European slaves. Because we enslaved them first before they turned turned it around and enslaved us. And that's another thing we have to, to learn. Because history has been so twisted and so turned around. They want you to think that in history, in the history books and books and classes, that uh, Europeans put us, boxed us, and put us in sardine-like ships and shipped us across the Atlantic to America. No, it was the opposite. True, you had some so-called Native American Indians enslaved us. You'd be able to be enslaved them first. 
and shipped a lot of them and our own people across the Atlantic to Europe. A lot of people be shipped across the Atlantic to Europe. Slaves. It was the opposite. Not the other way around that they want you to believe. Okay, I'm going to say this again here. Okay, the names have never been recognized by any true American citizens of this day. Through your free national name, you are known and recognized by said government, by national by said national government in which you live. So the 14th and 15th Amendments brought the North and South in unit, placing the Southerners who were at that time without power with the constitutional body of power. And at that time, 1865, the free national constitutional law that was enforced since 1774 declared all men equal and free. And of all, and if all men are declared by the free national constitution to be free and equal, since that constitution has never changed, there is no need for the application of the 14th and 15th Amendments for the salvation of our people and citizens. A lot of you get that, but no need for them. Wouldn't be no need for them. I'm going to read some from you from the from the uh, from the administrative functions of the Morris Lodge, Morris Temple, not Lodge. I'm sorry, the Morris Temple of Science of the World. Bear with me for a moment. Something you should know. A lot of us should know. I should tell you, here it is. Here we go. All right. It says here, about the Constitution. When was the first meeting held for the Constitution for the United States of North America? Hear what I said? When was the first meeting held for the Constitution for the United States of America? But now it's called the United States, the Constitution of the United States of America. Okay, all right. It says here, the first meeting for the Constitution for the United States of America was held on May 25, 1787. It was adopted over a year later on July 2, 1788, and went into effect on March 4, 1789. The Constitution was ratified about two years after the Treaty of Peace and Friendship between the United States and Morocco. 
which was ratified which was which was ratified the twenty fifth day of Shaban in the year twelve hundred, the Moorish calendar, which corresponds to August of seventeen eighty seven AD or in the year of domination. Okay. Why are there only ten? Let me say again. Why are there only ten lawful amendments to the Constitution for the United States Republic of North America? I'm going to ask this question again. Why are there only ten lawful amendments to the Constitution for the United States Republic of North America? Okay. Here we go. There are only 10 organic amendments to the Constitution for the United States of North America. These 10 amendments are known as the Bill of Rights. That is the third article of the Constitution. Before then, before that, it was, like I said, the, uh, the Articles of Confederation, the Articles of Association, then the Bill of Rights, then the Constitution. For uh, uh, the Constitution uh, for the United States for America, then the Constitution of the United States of America. Okay, so let me move around here. The Bill of Rights and were adopted to the year 1791 A.D. There has never, there has never been a constitutional convention called in the history of the United States since that time. What is this telling you? There's never been a constitutional convention since 1791 A.D. in the year of domination. So, so what it's saying here, it says here, therefore, any alleged amendments after the 10th Meaning the so-called Eleventh Amendment and all others that thought that that have followed it are not lawful. This again, I'm gonna repeat this to you again. Therefore, any alleged amendments after the tenth, meaning the so-called Eleventh Amendment and all others that have followed it are not lawful and are void ab nihilo. and are no part of the Constitution for the United States of America. All of you get that? That means any of those amendments after the 10th Amendment are all bogus. They're frauds. They're fraudulent. They are unlawful. In reality, they are not part of the Constitution of the United States of America. It says here, in the Treaty of Peace and Friendship ratified in 1787, a part of the Constitution for the United States Republic of North America, yes, the Treaty of Peace and Friendship between the United States of America and Morocco, 1787, 
is a part of the Constitution and is binding law. How is the Treaty of Peace and Friendship deemed as binding law under the Constitution for the United States Republic of North America? The question is asked. The Treaty of Peace and Friendship is binding law in all the states of the United States and is affirmed as follows. Article 6 of the Constitution for the United States of America, of North America states, all debts, contracted, engagements, entered into before the adoption of this Constitution should be as valid against the United States under this Constitution as under the Confederation. But it's saying it is, it means for the, uh, for the first article, but it means the Article of Confederation and Association and all of them, all the four constitutions, meaning they are no different. Okay? Let me go on. This Constitution and the laws of the United States, which shall be made in pursuance thereof, and all treaties made or which shall be made under the authorship, under the authority of the United States, shall be the supreme law of the land, and the judges in every state shall be bound thereby. Anything in the Constitution or laws of any state, to the contrary, notwithstanding. The senators and representatives before mentioned and the members of the several state legislatures and all executive and judicial officers, both of the United States and the several states, shall be bound by oath or affirmation to support this Constitution, but no religious test shall ever be required as a qualification to any office or public trust under the United States. So why the hell was the question in Obama's religious religion? What religion he was into? Uh, what religion he was into when he first uh, held office? Evidently, somebody has been studying that Constitution. It says it right here. Just wanted to read this to you. Okay. Okay. Let's get back to the divine, the proper divine warning to the nations. Okay. So. There isn't but one supreme issue for my people to use to redeem that, is, that which was lost, and that is, is through the above statements. Then the lion and the lamb can lie down together in yonder hills, and neither will be harmed, because love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice will be reigning in this land. In those days of the United States, will be one of the greatest civilized and prosperous governments of the world. But if the above principles are not carried out by the citizens and my people in this government, the worst is yet to come, because the great God of the universe is not pleased with the works that are being performed in North America by my people. And this great sin must be removed from the land to save it, from the enormous earthquakes, disease, etc. 
get it? Okay, I hope you did. And I, the prophet, do hereby believe that the administration of the government, being more wisely prepared by more genius citizens that believe in their free national constitution and laws through the help of such classes of citizens, I, the prophet, truly believe that my people will find the true and natural and divine ways of their forefathers and learn to stop saving the carnal customs and merely ideas of man that have never done them any good, but have always kept, always harmed them, and it always has. Having my dear sisters and brothers, you know what I'm talking about, so I don't need, I don't think I need to have to explain that. So I, the prophet, am hereby calling aloud with a divine plea to all true American citizens to help me remove this great sin which has been committed and is being practiced by my people in the United States of America because they know it is not the true and divine way without understanding that they have fallen from the true light into utter darkness of sin. And there is not a nation on earth today that will recognize them socially, religiously, politically, or economically, etc., That's that's some of the things I've been telling you, uh, telling you uh, when I first started this uh, lecture tonight, isn't it? They will not recognize you. On earth, let me write that. Let me let me let me let me let me see this again here. Let me read this again. Okay. Read this part here. Divine ways without understanding that they have fallen from the true light into utter darkness of sin, and there is not a nation on earth today that would recognize them socially, religiously, politically, or economically, etc. And they don't. You see, a lot of our businessmen they try to uh, even try to have business contracts with certain Asians, Asian uh, business people. But getting rejected right out. I tell them because, hey, we associate with our own. There's nothing, nothing biased or nothing hatred against our people, nothing like that. But they see you don't even recognize yourself. This is what the prophet was talking about. You will not link yourself back with the family of nations. Therefore, you don't want to link in order to link yourself with the back of the link yourself back with the family of nations. You have to link back to yourself, back to your own people, and to recognize yourself and recognize who we are as a people and as a nation. Learn how to speak our own. Aboriginal indigenous language, languages, different tribes or different nations. I don't like to use tribes too much, but I like to use the word nation as referring to so-called tribes. 
Right now, I am currently uh, learning how to speak the Algonquin language of the Washita, Dida Amur Nation Empire. Other other um, more sisters and brothers learning how to speak their language in the Akitiwa language, or sometimes called Cherokee, the Nanako language, the Nanape language, Chickasaw language, Choctaw language, Choctaw, which is the same as the Washita. All others I can't name right offhand. I'll probably be all night trying to name them all, so I'm not going to try to do that. But this is what I'm talking about. This is what he's talking about. Okay. In their present condition of their endeavors, in which they themselves try to force upon a civilized world, and they will not refrain from their simple ways of action, and their deeds have brought Jim Crowism, segregation, and everything that brings harm to human beings on earth. And they fought the Southerners for all these great misuses. But I have traveled in the South and have examined conditions there. And it is the works of my people continuously practicing the things which bring dishonor, disgrace, and disrespect to any nation that lives the life. This is what you're talking about. You're bringing dishonor. Uh, you know, still carrying uh, the other European families' names, uh, you know, dealing with their own uh, religions or something like but But there are religions uh, originally. But they have been uh, plagiarized, plagiarized, uh, plagiarized uh, religions that they have stolen from us. Because with people that call themselves Christians that are actually true Christians in that sense. Judea Jews are Jews are Muslims. Because all of those religious concepts has came from one source. From our own ancient foremothers and forefathers. And from our ancient ancient foremothers and forefathers that is in the truest sense of what we call Islamism. What is Islamism? That old-time religion. That old-time religion. Okay. All right. And I am hereby calling on all true American citizens for moral support and finance to help me in my great missionary work to bring my people out of darkness into marvelous light. It's from the Prophet, Prophet Noble Drew Ali. This is the end of this divine warning to the nations. We have here, says here, 
fifth. Uh, okay, I'll start right here. But the corp, but the corporate United States remains greatly indebted to the Moors, and they do. That's what started off that um, the stock market crash in 1929 when Noble Ali went to Panama. And clean the books with them. They owe us big time. But the problem is, we won't wake the hell up. We won't recognize who we are. So that's what keep them in power, and us and us in bondage. Okay, I'm gonna read this here. Okay, let's see starting anywhere to start. Oh. Uh, Okay, six score and 15 years of post-slavery and emancipation of Moorish nationals have not yield for their for, have not yield their just nationalization, civilization, reparations, nor self-education, but depleted it for the economical, political, and industrial religious befitting in the course of justice of the Moorish Americans to best honor the benevolence of the government through a treaty of peace and friendship rather than be a census tumor on the body of the state. Talking about the, Europe, uh, talking about the uh, U.S. Bureau of Census. And the US, U.S. Bureau of Census, you are classified as Negro, colored, black, nowadays African-American, no, neither these neither of these are true statuses. Neither of these all of these are fictitious status. They have no connection. There's no such country as Africa or America. Those are two continents of nationalities. You need paperwork. Those of you talking about you don't need paperwork. You need paperwork. Sisters and brothers, you have to have nationality papers to rebut everything that has been done to you when you were born. Because they did paperwork on you when you were born. Paperwork such as your birth certificate. They sent all that information to the United States Census Bureau. The Recorder of Records and Deeds, and, and the Bureau of Vital Statistics, and, U, and U.S. Vital Statistics, and to the Federal Reserve System. From then on, you was in debt to the national debt. You was obligated to the national debt, put it that way. Which in itself is a fiction, no it or not. Okay, I'm going to read this again. Six score and 15 years of post-slavery and emancipation of Moorish nationals have not yielded their just nationalization, civilization, reparations, nor self-education, but depleted it for the economical, political, industrial, religious benefiting 
the course of justice of the Moorish American Americans to do to best honor the benevolence of their of that government through a treaty of peace and friendship, rather than be a census tumor on the body of that state. The colonies, corporations, towns, cities, homes, travelways, and means we have planted are our own, and our members shall enter the, enjoy the fruits of their labor in security and happiness, consistent with the observance of our laws, the glory of our people, shall be exalted to the world as products of our ingenuity. We, as free nationals, have our leaders called together, the wise men of our people, consult among them with freedom and earth and opinion of them all, our magistrates are just, our ministers are wise. Families with land, wealth, and autonomy can smile upon the flourishing of our arts, and gain strength from the science improved beneath the culture of our hands to be inherited by our sons and daughters. But but our sons and daughters were never inherited if you will not get nationalized. Without Without any nationality or birthright, sisters and brothers, your children have no inheritance. They have no true inheritance. They will always, what you call, their inheritance always be controlled by someone else. Okay. The U.S. administrative government confound, confounds, confounds the historical die of, of a slave, weakened people, into illustrious black history. <laughs> black history. Hmm. Okay. That severes us from the worthiness of our ancient forefathers and mothers. Ostracize us from the family of nations and the human family. From whence we, the Moors, are the co-founders, and they derived. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm going to read that again. The U.S. administrative government confounds the historical die of a slave, weakened people into illustrious black history that severs us, that severs us from the worthiness of our ancient forefathers and mothers, ostracizes us from the family of nations and the human families, from whence we, the Moorish people, are the founders and they derive. Now, our apology, grat- uh, gratitude, and compensation is to be paid to those survivors of 400 years of slavery in America, the latter 225 years of which we, which, which were under the American flag. I'm not talking about the stars and stripes now. Okay. There's the flag of amity and commerce. People always want to call the stars and stripes, or what they call old glory, the American flag. That's not the true American flag. The true American flag is the cherry red flag, or the five-pointed green star. We have some people talking about that's not our flag. The flag with the cherry, uh, the cherry red flag with the five 
for the Green Star is not our flag. It is the Moroccan flag. Well, I'm here to tell you, for you citizen brothers that talk that crazy mess, this is Morocco. This is the Moroccan Empire. That is the Moroccan flag of the Moroccan Empire, not the Moroccan Kingdom in Northwest Africa. Although they do have the same flag, but they're not talking about the Moroccan Kingdom. They're talking about the Moroccan Empire here, commonly known today as America, is our flag. Some of you citizen brothers need to do your homework. Okay. Our system of education is steeped in turmoil national nationalism and surface degrees of character of color, religion forced upon the slaves during the time of slavery, yielded in observance of a God that is that is nor our own, nor grace, for the divine national freedom of we as a pure, our system of religion and education are squared to perpetuate our true image and likeness through inheritance to our accomplishments and contributions to civilization prevalent to promote our generations. Therefore, we, the representatives of the clean and pure nation, including, but not exclusively, to all families and tribes of bays and ills, and assembly of the great of the great grand body, under the protection, guidance, and salvation of the great God of our ancient forefathers and mothers, master of the day of judgment, for the resolution and the the, and the intent of our actions, do in our free national name publicly proclaim and declare that we are uh, are an anointed people and of right and are free, upright, and astronomers, autonomous. Excuse me. The Aboriginal Indigenous American, as a, as a clean and pure nation, have neither debts to the United States, her allies, enemies, nor any nation, neither foreign nor domestic to the North American continent. That's true. He says here, we owe no obligations, economically, socially, nor politically, for all or the evergreens planted atop our shallow grave or perpetuated state of mental slavery here in the northwestern okay, moving on here, northwestern hemisphere. And indeed, our only atonement is to be the creator of the of the universe. Both the rule, both the ruler and the rich. For these reasons, the the the, the Aboriginal Indigenous Americans have been forgiven for everything done wrong prior to the advent and our founding prophet, the illustrious noble Juali, is hereby and henceforth a clean and pure nation. All right. This is what we all have. To, this is what needs to be done. If you're going to ever be treated as a people, a clean and pure and decent people of a clean and pure, decent nation. 
You want to be on par with everybody else. Not beneath everybody else. But you cannot you cannot be on par with everybody else on uh uh uh, uh link yourself back with the family of nations if you keep on calling yourself black, negro, colored, people of color, African American, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We got a lot of brothers still talking about they don't need papers. They don't need to file their nationality papers. Yes the hell you do. But then you get some that call themselves Aboriginal Indigenous or autochthonous, uh, but the, but nevertheless, uh, you know, they want to argue Indigenous rights, but do not have a nationality. How the hell are you going to argue in, in, in the rights of Indigenous people and you don't have a nationality? Come on, man. Come on, woman. What, are you, what the hell are you thinking about? You want to argue indigenous rights, but you have no nationhood. Please think about that. We'll read something here. Taj Tariq Bay's book, The U.S. Nigger Industry. Civil Letter Artifice, The Corporate Person, Food for the Vampires, The Organic Truth and Origin of the Negro. Because without a free nationality or a free national name, this is, this is what you still consider it as. You can call yourself black if you want to. Black is the English term of the Spanish term Negro. You're still calling yourself a Negro. I'm just saying it to see that you know that. All right? It says there is sanity of the social atmosphere, justice, and a fair sense for peace of mind, and had been absent from the North Gate lands, northwest of Mexico, meaning North America, for a few centuries now, reluctantly and with dedication the occupying Albion European oppressors from Europe have actuated, perfected, and institutionalized a religiously polished imposition of historical distortion and deception legalized not lawfully representation lechery of birthrights, theology organized color of law Government and theft of labor are regularly practiced against humanity. Social engineering negatives instituted for extortive outcomes are especially directed toward the Aboriginal and Indigenous peoples. Did he tell a lie or did he tell the truth? You got a lot of people. Um, they want to deal with uh, certain uh, commercial uh, mm, 
you know, get off into certain commercial activities like the UCCs, UCC1 filings, non-UCCs, and the executive letters or the executive letters, but do not have a nationality. No. And think this is the way out, and it's not the way out. Those of you that think that nationality is not important. I heard one clown on YouTube say you don't need a nationality. These are the kind of clowns that are still trying to reconnect them or call themselves a so-called reconnecting themselves to Africa. But I'm here to tell you, if you do not, do not have a direct lineage, if you don't have anybody, like say, for instance, a, a great-grandmother uh, or something like that, uh, a direct lineage to Africa, you don't have a lineage. I'm sorry. Now, as far as our descent is concerned, yes, we have all of African descent. But if you don't have a direct blood lineage to Africa, they will they won't claim you. They tell you they tell you straight up. Mm, you from over there. Telling you Africa, uh telling people that you are African American, what you are telling them that you are uh, African immigrant here in America. What you are telling them that, that you are not actually an American. That's why you never hear Europeans, so-called white people, never never say we are European Americans. You would never hear them say that. Because they know right then and there they are telling the people and telling the world that they are not actually Americans. Some people say, I just call them, you call them Europeans. You can call them European-Americans. <clears throat> but they both relate to the same thing. They're both saying they're not Americans. Just like when you call yourself African-American. You're saying you're not actually an American, which you actually are. Because you are aboriginal, indigenous, and autochthonous to this land. This is our home here. Believe it or not. Okay. Let me go to read on a little bit more here. Throughout the throughout the bustling cities, the modest the modest towns, the busy streets and within the common houses of the North Gate territories. The natural people go about their everyday lives and affairs with stigmatic caution, seeming an air of normality. Yet, just how the surfaces of the mass tranquility, there is an entrenched flood of political and social corruption, seething with undeniable signs of there being no peace, 
and and there hasn't been any real or constant peace for scores of generations, tarnished and benumbed to the redundancy of institutionalized oppression. The Aboriginal people have devised self-induced distractions and artfully sportive preoccupations forced to counter social subjugation, pain. Such self-defense mechanisms are recognized as self-denial. The people sometimes appear to be stupefied by or adaptively oblivious to the ills and stresses heaped upon them. At other times, those colonial and induced ills block the peace of the neighborhoods with blaring sirens and other forms of torch and confusion. Contradictions to moral and ethical principles in many forms are key features of the false culture, which was groomed of alien arrogance, fraud, and institutionalized abuse of authority and power. These artificially created characteristics of contemporary North American culture, no doubt, are a source for many many of the world's most ominous, ominous problems. If any public act or deed has any promise of good, the political fact remains almost for a surety that such acts will be done most niggardly because it is time again more bites to re-examine history and some original word definitions to see how we digress to the unbalanced state of affairs. And this is what's been going on. Hell, we see it every day. Just ride through or walk down through our neighborhoods. All you see is decay. Twisted neighborhoods. People with twisted people with twisted minds. You know. But I'm telling you this is a nationality is the way. And those who you would have without a nationality, well, you will see when the day will come. And the day will come. That's a fact. That's guaranteed. And when it does come, you gon' you won't wish. You gonna wish wish you lived on another planet. You doubt my word? Just wait and see. Okay. The traditionally accept the traditionally accepted North America poison uh, prize pilgrim story involving European landing on Plymouth Rock at Massachusetts in the year sixteen twenty AD was a Trojan horse ploy. The peregrinists were and are really inquisitionists and crusaders, not honest seekers of freedom. They came to the North Gate to steal and to enslave. History and evident evidential truths confirmed this as fact by their colorful governing practices and their barbarian treatments against all Asiatic, African, Aboriginals, Indigenous, 
autonomous peoples. The cornerstone of the colonists, social, political doctrines, are undeniably expressed in the church black codes of 1724 A.D. as adopted by all the contemporary corporate states. How many of you know that the black codes of 17 A.D. are the ones that started calling our people black people? Yes. The term that a lot of us still use today, black American, black woman, black man, those were given to us by our slave masters came from the Black Codes of 1724 A.D. A.D. in the year of domination. That's what they stamped us with. Do your research. Don't don't take my word for it. Do your own research. For yourself. Okay. A slobbly practice and imposed culture of fakery. The deviant suppression of the natural people's liberties, acts of hiding or destroying ancient and high cultural or high cultured sciences and the mob selective literary destruction customs slithered into the ancient North and South American continents, the central asthmus, and among the multiple islands of which is the Americana. This came about under an ominous guise of peacemakers as proposed by the deceiving Albion aliens, claiming with beguiling, beguiling innocence to be seeking religious and political freedom, freedoms from their fellow European inquisitionists. This is the lie that has been told through history. Okay, Such were the infamously successful bait-and-switch proclamation as are historically expounded upon and published by those same alien invaders and possessors of forked tongues, the resulting in current shadow, shadowy culture, blight as it has been, hoisted upon civilization, humanity, and history, involved into a state of deviant oppression of the natural people and the erection of fiends, law systems, forced slavery, and the displacing and biased social class theoretics. And when they say natural people, you're talking about indigenous people. That's what indigenous means. Natural people to the land. Those are indigenous people. Okay? Okay, it says here, <clears throat> bastardized linguistics, presented in law, terminologies artificially took roots with the introduction of European crusader and inquisitionist oriented slaveholders as imposed in government and teaching institutions. Their religiously propagated fraud law and abridged history systems are used and enforced to effectuate land thefts, birthright thefts, and colored claims of authority. 
They are now major political and social cornerstones of the Union States society. In the U.S., with successive and unlawful records, destruction and the usurpation of the lands and resources, the dissolution of pre-existing governments of the aboriginal and indigenous peoples, Moors, and the Americas was enforced. We now, we now have, in these days, the gross and draconian condition and the traditional human rights violations, which are now common feature in the fabric of North American culture and throughout its corporate politics. This deviant fraud-oriented and debased culture has developed into a massive and broad-based industry, which feeds upon human suffering. This sad industry is founded upon the maintained by illusory based legality, dogmatic religions, contortion, altered histories, the opening, suppression of justice, and a denial of due process. Thus, the stage was set forth for the, establ- for the establishment and function of color of law, courts, color of law courts, color of authority, activities, color of office, politicians, and color of history, scholars and teachers, and a false learned presentment and matrix for a color of freedom. The activity manifest of corruption and den was the offspring of the conquering Albion patriarchy and is called the nigger industry, food for the lecturers and vampires from Europe. What I just read there, see what happens to you when you call yourself black? See what happens to you when you call yourself a people of color? All that falls, all that falls on the color of law courts, color of authority activities, color of office politicians, color of history, scholars and teachers, and false-hearted presentment and matrix of a color of freedom. That's what all that falls up under when you call yourself black, light-skinned, brown, complexion. You have a light-skinned brown girlfriend. You have a light boyfriend, light-skinned boyfriend. It all falls under that category I just mentioned. But a lot of you, I'm telling you right now, we're going to keep on hitting you with these nationality and birthright principles. Because it's still that a lot of people still seem to not to be getting it yet. Like I say, you still got a lot of people want to argue indigenous rights and have no nationhood. Okay, what are you what are you indigenous of? What tribal nation are you indigenous to? You say you're more, okay, you're more in the Americas, North America, okay, but what in tribal nation of Moors, of, of Moors, the Moors over the land that they live on? What part? What tribal nation?
A lot of people say they don't want to deal with so-called tribes or nations. But just saying you are more in North America is not enough. One question was asked, what, what, uh, 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 name me a country that's called more land. Well, that would be easy for me to answer. More means land. Hell, take your pick. But the question still goes on. Okay, well, what, 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 uh, oh, what nation do you belong to? What nation over a land in the Americas are you a part of? What language, what, what is your tribal or national language that you speak? What is your tribal or national flag or your tribal or national constitution? This I may add, this is what I ask. And what I just said to you tonight, a lot of you need to think about that. Those of you that don't think you need a nationality. Those of you that call yourself Freemasons of the Prince Hall Masonic Fraternity and other uh, 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 Masonic Fraternities. Free? I'm here to tell you, you're not Freemasons. You can't be. Not if you... Uh, carrying the names of other families. Hell, they own your Masonic membership. Do you know that? Your own Masonic membership don't really belong to you. It belongs to that to, to, to that European or uh, uh, European family name that you're carrying. Well, it's almost time to end this lecture here on the Block Talk Show. Uh, if you have any questions, call uh, 910-364-9099 or call 314-644-4425. And I say to you again, Mawasamadakunda, that means an Agakwan, a Washita language, peace family. Peace to you all. Love you all. I'm out. A Haote Washita East.